What's up, y'all? This your girl Tasha from Talk to Tasha, where we talk about real life stuff, y'all. Real issues, real things that irritate us, and real solutions. So tonight episode, we're going to talk about people who are, because we focus on behaviors, okay? And some of the behaviors that irritate me is parents that are a hot mess. Tonight's episode is going to be talking about situations and behaviors that is a hot mizzy mess mess a hot mess a hot stinking funky mess one of the things that irritate me is when these females is out here so thirsty for love they put every piece of man a part-time man a wannabe man before their kids. You chose to lay up, exchange bodily fluids, and make these babies, birth these babies. Y'all have some killer baby showers. They even unstep the bars up, y'all. Folks having gender reveal parties, spinning all kinds of racks. But down through the years, when the situation don't work out with the other parent, you get thirsty for love. I get irritated. This man ain't showed you no kind of responsibility about himself at all. You got him moving all up in there on you and your kids. You don't know if he like touching on kids or not, but you so thirsty. You ain't did no history background check on him, ran his name through the streets or nothing. But you got a piece of man spending all your money on them. I know women just buying their men all kinds of stuff. Now, I'm, I'm a firm believer in a relationship. The spending needs to be mutual both ways because I, I raise boys and I got girls as well. It's not a double standard where the boy or the man is supposed to cash out all the time. No, a healthy relationship, you swing that both ways. I'm talking about these women that's a hot mess. You trying to build a man like you're building a bear at the mall the Build-A-Bear Mall place, and you think because you fixing him up, cleaning him up, raising him up, buying him the cologne, got him on the kicks and the gears, you building him up for another woman, love. Don't nobody want him when he looking bummy. You take your whole checks and cashing them out, no expectations for him at all. And for some of y'all that got more, uh, boys and your teenagers, or your boys have been the quote-unquote the little man of the house, and you bringing this piece of riffraff to your house, he coming in there disrespecting? You wonder why your son is mad? Because it's a different level with raising boys. You can't bring no riffraff up in your house and expect your male child to respect that. He coming in there all backwards, no expectations, ain't bringing nothing to the table. If you did your research, you should know he did that to the last couple of women. Girl, we got men that's going to jail just to have a place to lay their head is what I heard last week. Talking about he playing a game, video game all night. And he, he don't know why his woman tripping. So she kicked him out and sent him on to his mama house. And the mama got tired of him, kicked him out. So he goes and get into some trouble just to lay his head up inside the cage. That is a hot freaking mess. That is a hot mess. 
And what I'm telling women is that if you that insecure and thirsty for love and you wonder why your kid's not connected to you because you disrespecting them, ain't loving them. Oh, you providing for them, providing for your kids and loving them love is two different things. Providing is saying, hey, here go a roof. You really don't want him there because he in the way of you and your little piece of man. So your karma going to come back. So the very love you thirsty after. And you trying to get from this little piece of man. But you're not willing to give it to your kids first. How you think that's going to last? That's why a lot of y'all change and you, you see a lot of these women changing men like they changing their uh, underwear. Ain't even got no history. That means you got a community penis that you out here dealing with. It's just a sad shame. It's a hot mess. Ain't no, and people be like, oh, I'm single. I ain't with nobody. Oh, no, you're not single. Because when you're single, you start working on yourself. You start working on being a better you. Because you had a mindset that I know something Ain't going to be no riffraff coming up to me. The Lord going to prepare a king for me. But he can't bring the king to me until I get my brokenness together. Acknowledge your junk and get some help and move forward. But until you acknowledge that, you're going to continue to attract garbage. As my mom say, some of y'all is dumped dumpster divers. I shouldn't say some of y'all because my listeners, we know better. But what I'm saying is, some women is digging deep in the dumpsters, bringing garbage out and building it up, trying to bring it to the house and calling it a man, giving him a whole side of the room, whole side of the dresser. He ain't worked for it, ain't did nothing for it. And so this is what, what I get so frustrated about when I hear women uh, talk about uh, they displacing all their kids to go stay someplace else because, you know, the kids is getting in the way of you and his relationship. I can't make this stuff up, y'all. Y'all know I've been social working for all my adult career life. Y'all y'all know that by now. And I've seen and heard it all. And it's just not at these social worker programs. Baby, it's in life. It's a happy hour with a friend that I, you know, I say, I use that word loosely. I might as well say associate. But it's not just people on the social work caseload that got this issue. People are thirsty. I mean, whether you own this side of the desk or that side of the desk, people are so hungry for love and connection that you have dropped your bars. Like, there's no more bars. And like we was talking, you know, people think having a baby by a person is the worst thing that can happen. No, you can get through having a baby. I mean, it's hard raising a kid. You can get through it. We out here dealing with all kind of STDs, though. At least with a kid, you know, you grow up, they raise on up, find their own way. You give them the tools and hopefully they follow them. If they don't, oh, well. But when you're talking about STDs, some of this stuff is death, death sentences. And I, I venture to tell y'all, it's some stuff out here that they ain't even got a name for it yet. Just because they ain't got a name for it don't mean it ain't, it's dangerous up out here. You're barebacking it, won't wrap up or strap up. He talking about he don't like it like that. Well, dude, you ain't got no ring on it. There's no level of commitment. You ain't bringing nothing to the table. I'm a rebound chick. What's up with y'all rebound people? What's up with a rebound? A rebound person 
as really merely escaping the pain that they're in for the moment. Their heart is still parked at the other place, but they can't be there. Maybe the police was called. Y'all falling out. Y'all call yourself splitting up. That pain is real. You don't want to deal with it and marinate in it. So I'm going to get a repound person that's just going to park itself right here to kind of fill some voids that I got going on. Because, you know, everybody don't want to deal with pain no more. That's a hot mess. And then the rebound person who's a rebound person, they so stuck on stupid. You should know when you're talking to the person, they ask you, well, what, you know, who was your previous relationship and how did that go? Oh, we broke up three months ago. Ding dong, that's rebound. You've been with somebody seven, five, six, eight years, and they telling you they just broke up three months ago, and you ain't smart enough to know that that's a rebound situation? Soon as that, that little storm go over, because, you know, it take us a couple of, you know, breakups to, to where we really say we fed up. Let's be real. But you sit up, and you got the information before you. Ain't nobody had to tell you third party. They straight up telling you right then and there, off top, off center, that you are a rebound person without directly telling you. And see, in my mind, I'll be like, you know what it sounds like? You know, first of all, you moving on quick. So why would I want to be entangled with somebody that moves so spontaneous? That means my emotions going to be wide open and vulnerable because you might do me the same way. So people, you got to have your space to get through some of this heartache and quit trying to be a rebound because all that is is a hot mess. It's a holding station. And you wondering why you can't attract true love because you out here thirsty, don't want to get through what you got to get through, ain't made it right with your kids, but yet you want the next man to treat you real good. You deserve the heartache you're going through. And I'm speaking for my social work boys now. These kids is out here. They ain't had you available to them emotionally for years. Oh, you got a, a roof over their head. The eight-year-old feed the five-year-old. The nine-year-old cooking for the two-year-old. The seven-year-old changing the diaper for the 18-month-old. And he should be good and potty trained by now, but you ain't even slowed down to do that. Because you over here chasing Billy and Bob and them. You all at the, you know, the Jew joints trying to find out where he at. Going into some of these subpar places is not even safe no more with all these kids at the house raising each other. And some of y'all think it's not a community issue? Keep on living. Because these same kids is living and raising themselves while they mama out here looking for love. And guys, y'all do the same thing, but I'm on the women tonight. Y'all kids is going to school with a lot of our other kids. So it is a community issue. So if you know anybody that needs to hear this in the most uncut way, let them come on over to the podcast because we talk real issues. Baby, you're not going to track true love. You're not going to track true love until you own up to your hot mess. Hot mess needs to be a d disease that folks get diagnosed with it. I'm going to start diagnosing folks. You a hot mess, and this is what you need to do to get, get it right. Come back when you do X, Y, and Z, and come back and let me know how that's working for you. Because a hot mess, you know, when we get hot, we get an attitude. Then you throw mess in that equation. It's funky and foul. So it's all bad on every level. So get yourself up, get yourself focused, and quit being so thirsty for love to the point that you're selling your soul out to the devil, and you're putting yourself at risk. It's like you got a, 
a, a, a six shooter. You got chambers all loaded up, ready, set, and firing off, playing Russian roulette in your life. But yet you say you're not suicidal. Suicide kills off options. You killing off options to embrace the king in your life when you running around being a hot mess and, and allowing any and everything to come up in your house. Your kids is exposed. You letting this fool know what school your kids go to. What time your kids get out of school. You halfway working. They know your work schedule. So therefore they know your baby girl is at the crib by herself. Start thinking sleepy heads. Wake up and smell the pneumonia because the coffee ain't strong enough for some of y'all up out here. And y'all on this kick, it ain't no good men. It ain't no good men left in this world. I mean, you ain't even ready for nothing right now, love. And, I, and, and where you hanging out at with your intentional self trying to find somebody, of course you ain't going to see the king. You ain't going to attract no king because you over here hanging out in places where all they do is drunk, get high, and oversleep for work or not go to work or, you know, selling dope is played out. It's played out. I don't care who pushing pills and dope. It's played out. You in your 40s and 30s and stuff like that, that stuff is played out. You get long sentences and ain't got no money to come home to. That's if you come home and you away from your kids. That's just played out. And if you're attracting that kind of mess, you need to do some self-inventory on yourself. Because you a hot mess. And the people around you need to let you know you a hot mess. And sometimes y'all got to understand the language in the way that you get it. Some people been too nice to you. It's time for you to get it in a way to make you cry. Because sometimes people start crying. You can, get, you can get to them a little bit deeper. Because we're telling you from a space of love and conviction. But you got to hear it in a way... That you got to know, you got to move your feet. You don't move your heart from this way to that way. People die from broken hearts. Yes, you deserve to be loved. But this superficial stuff is not love. That's why you up, down, and around, and around in your emotions. To the point you start being dogmatic to people. Because you done written love off in all the wrong places. We got Valentine's coming up. Be your own Valentine. Be a Valentine to your kids. They don't want the stuff. They want your time. When the last time you gave them your time? Not your phone to be on YouTube. Not your phone to be on Snapchat. Not your phone to just preoccupy them while you over here chasing down this piece of man that's really not a man. Because you letting this riffraff around your boys, their image of what a man is going to be is going to be based on these drive-by men that you got coming in and out their house. And I'm telling people who listening that can relate and own up to the fact that you've been cycling through men all your life. That's not no coincidence. That's a history. And with history, you got to do some studying. Study thyself. What are the patterns? You see the warning signs, but you ignore them. You minimize them. Well, at least he, you know, he working at the fair. At least he, his kids is grown. At least. No, 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 no. Where you trying to go and what you deserve. You can't get there with no seasonal fair job and he grown, grown. Because see, some of them grown, grown. They have opportunity available to them, but they just not willing to give up their gummy bears. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But I'm finna get up off of here. But if you a hot mess, we gonna do a whole hot mess series. Anything that you feel is a hot mess, let's talk about it. 
Let's talk about it in the most uncut and uncensored way. I believe that there is a king out there for everybody at different seasons and different uh, pockets of times in your life when you can embrace that thing. Because it's one thing to get a king and it's one thing to get a queen for you fellas out there. But it's a whole nother ball game in keeping them. The art of compromise that we've lost. Everybody want things their way. They've lost the art of compromise. Art because it's created. If you don't like this and I don't like that and I like this and you like that, we have to come to a happy medium to compromise so we can meet the needs of one another in a union. I'm talking about a union. I'm not talking about that shack up. That's why the divorce rates is high like they are now. Folks act like they want one thing, but their behaviors are something else. So you become a hot mess because you moving Johnny out because he does this and you don't like it. You're moving James in. He does this, but don't do that. Girl, it's either the familiar chaos or the unfamiliar chaos. The one thing that's constant is you. You attracting this garbage because in your hearts of hearts, you believe that's all you can get. And he's supposed to be finding you. A man that find a wife findeth the good thing. You're supposed to be working on you, building your relationship with your children. Because some of us need to go back and apologize and do it right. And then in the midst of you just doing your day-to-day -day functioning, the Lord is going to have your king prepared. He's preparing them. But you can't have this without that. You can't have gain without pain. You can't have a king when you over here operating as a hot mess. Own up to the fact that you can do better. You can think better, do better, be better, attract better when you own up to the fact that the hot mess is no longer serving a purpose in your life. And that's just the honest to God truth. Hit www.talkthenumber2tasha.com. Girl, get your tips on how you're going to relax after long day's work so you can get your hot mess together and you can move forward and embrace the king so you don't have to have this riffraff sliding in and out your house. That is a hot mess. And those are your podcasting moments on our late night chick chat. And I'll see y'all on the next one. Y'all be well. Good morning, good morning. It's your girl, Tasha, where we talk about life and stuff. Girl, tell me why I went to the school today, a high school, and um, I'm really concerned, y'all. I'm really concerned because I went to a high school campus in my area, which is Fresno, California, and I went in about 8.20, 8.30, in between 8.20. So quite early in the morning, right? Right. And I'm just concerned. I'm concerned because the things that I see that teachers go through is mind-bottling. I mean, I have friends and professionals that I know that's been teaching. I have a neighbor that's a teacher. And you hear this stuff, but it's different. It's set different when you see this stuff. And one of the classrooms I passed by, there was a little guy. Remember I said I went to a high school campus. And so there was a little boy. Um, I'm sure he has some serious stuff going on. 
and um he looked way younger to be on a high school campus and i found out that they do rap services when kids have social emotional um barriers and behavioral barriers to the point that this kid needs a full-time teacher in his company whether he's going to the library bathroom uh, of course the classroom and so I saw this teacher super early at like I said 820 or so and her hair you guys looked like she had already like ran three miles I mean I know she didn't come to work like that she was well put together in all other areas that I can see but this boy was bouncing all over the place and it just looked like he gave her a run for her money this morning just so early and so I was just like can you imagine like having a job with this one student not even multiple and how mentally taxing and draining that is for the staff now you know our hearts go out to the kids who knows what he's going through I'm just giving you guys my snapshot of what I saw on a high school campus and I'm just like we have got to appreciate our teachers because imagine when she calls off I'm sure she have days where she needs to call off um you know I don't know who would even want to cover that I know I wouldn't because you know doing certain types of careers and and different things you got to be called to do it because you're keeping power your stamina your ability to handle these type of behaviors without losing your cool um being empathetic that takes a special person you know some people are good at some things and some people aren't so if she was my co-worker and who knows if they have backup staff that can handle this level of behavior with this kid i personally wouldn't want to cover it because i know that that's not my strong suit so i just begin to think how we take for granted some of these professionals because a lot of times we see teachers, social workers, counselor, therapists, you know, any type of heart center profession, even, you know, pastors, um, you know, you don't really see much of what they do behind the scenes and the sacrifices that they make. We only see, you know, the lack of services that did not go forth and people, you know, dogging us out. And I, I, I'm kind of frustrated because on a lot of fronts, you know, people are claiming that they need help or, you know, things would be better if I had a job or, you know, if, if my health would allow me to do this and that, and, you know, I would do so much better if I lived at a different address, but, you know, we living at a time folks where we give our resources and people tell you that, oh, I don't eat that. You know, you go to the homeless shelters, you feed feed people, give out food, and you have so many people that's so picky. Like, they're claiming that they're hungry with nothing to eat, but they're holding up a homeless line these days just to tell you that they don't eat, you know, the macaroni and cheese that you're serving. Or, I don't eat, you know, chicken because I'm vegan. And, you know, okay, we need to respect all of that, but at the same token... If you starving like Marvin and all you got to do is eat out the trash can as an option, to me, I'll be dogging out that macaroni and cheese. You know, so I don't understand 
and I ne- probably never will understand people who claim that they'll be a little bit better as a parent and helping these teachers out, for example, when, you know, they have a job. When in fact, people like me and many others that's in this heart-centered profession, you know, we give our resources on a job, but then, you know, I encounter people that tell me, well, I can't be doing that kind of work because it's too far. Or ain't no way I'm gonna be able to do that because off top, I'm not gonna pass no physical. Okay, so either you wanna work or you don't. At the end of the day, do you wanna work or you don't? Do you want to empower yourself to do better and be better or you don't? There's not enough. You can have like 10,000, 100,000 bazillion resources and community-based organizations and programs for your kids and for you. But if you don't line up and lock arms with the people that's trying to help you, these programs is not going to do anything but pacify what it is that you need to be doing yourself. Last time I checked, I wasn't in the bedroom or in that back seat of that Cadillac or on that couch or on that little, you know, pallet you lay down in that living room floor. Wherever you were, hotel, lobby, whatever. I wasn't there when you was exchanging bodily fluids to make these booger bears. I just wasn't, nor do I want to. So when you went down, you know, barebacking it, you know, made these little ones and y'all went half on these babies. You have to know that your level of get upness need to be all in. It's time out for people bailing out their problems to the next program and the next system. Because, I mean, going into this high school campus today, I'm like, it would make total sense for a lot of people to just walk off their jobs. I mean, I know they probably can't because they have obligations. But at the end of the day, if you don't appreciate the very people that's dealing with your madness. Come on now. People know that they raising bullies at the house. I mean, you know your child. You know they a hot mess. Yes, the mother probably gonna take up for their baby and they ain't gonna admit that to nobody. But at the heart of hearts, even the worst parent know that your kid is a hot mess. Some of this stuff is learned behaviors. You a hot mess, so you teach your child to be a hot mess. You yelling and fussing and fighting and cussing folks out, reacting to stuff, don't know how to maintain self-control, And you turn around and teach your child to do the exact same thing. And then people like this teacher and other teachers got to deal with your foolish uh, kid behavior all day long while you laid up at home watching cable. Don't want to get up and go to the job fair because it's too cold. Don't want to sign your kids up for toys for tots because you don't feel like going down there. You want to know if the lady can bring the toys to your house. If you don't get your tie behind up, you know, we got the Boys and Girls Club. I know a sister that work over there. Can't get the people out. But when it's time for the little field trips, you want to send your oldest with the youngest ones crying about a trip slip. No, sweetie, you didn't follow the instructions. Your kid was supposed to be there for all the fundraisers. Fundraisers. That's the beginning of creating a work ethic. Unlike some of the parents. Some of, some of y'all know people like that. They don't have a lick of work ethic. You teaching your kids to be lazy. Want them to show up for the field trips and the camping trips. But when it was time to sell candy and sell, you know, popcorn and do fundraisers to get to the trip, you talking about your son can't go because it's too cold. Your daughter can't go because she got to uh, stay home and watch the little kids. No, you had them babies love. It ain't like you going to work. I'm talking to people that need to be talked to in a way that, 
they ain't heard it in a while. You won't get off your sorry, tired behinds. And then you raising these sorry, tired behind kids, sending them off to schools, and the behaviors was off the chain so early in the morning. Like, I really, really, honestly, you guys, I left that campus not even two hours into it, and I was crying. I was weeping for many reasons. One, looking at that teacher and her hair just, just, just painted a Picasso, if you will, of her morning. It, she didn't even make it to her first break. This boy was bouncing around like she couldn't even keep up. Like, ooh, I was just like, this is horrible. Like, this is her work. She looked exhausted. And then I was just sitting up here thinking like, wow, she ain't even made it to her first break. That's just one student. And then you have countless other things going on on the school campus. Gang violence, drugs. One of the ladies got paged out because, like I said, early in the morning, she had to go confiscate cell phones from countless classrooms early in the freaking morning. And then I turn around and I encounter people who had a nurse, the audacity to give your child your adult, I mean, like they can be not adult, but like high schoolers, they're a little older. So why in the world are you putting ammunition in your kid's hand to distract him from school? And it ain't like a lot of them working. Why are you buying him a phone, him or her a phone, and they not even working to contribute to the phone bill? And you're buying him an iPhone, an Android. They can tell you all the iPhones. They ain't working no type of fast food job, any type of job to contribute to that bill. You laid up, don't want to go to work because it's too cold. Folks tell you to have a resume in. You can't even get that in. Oh, I don't know how. Okay, well, the job specialist can help you with a resume. Get up and go get the appointment handled and let these folks help you. They're not going to sit there and do it for you because they're trying to empower you. Sit your hips down at that computer and let these people show you how to get a resume in. It's time out for people acting like the next person supposed to do the resume for you. Take you to the job. What, we're going to have to keep taking you to the job every day? But yet when it's time for you to cash that check, you don't need nobody to take you to the bank to do that. Laziness. Foolishness. This woman have to go around and they paying her to go confiscate cell phones because it's distracting the teachers. And your kid don't need a freaking phone anyway. All they gonna do is be distracted, linking up with folks they shouldn't. Trying to will and deal, which they shouldn't getting distracted off the assignments that they should be there for. It's grieving me to see so many dears and sirs, cuties and hotties, handsomes and everything else, looking good, popping, but can't read or write. Can't tell a time. You in high school and can't tell a time on a di- on a uh, regular clock. They need to have a digital clock. This pretty ignorance is, is, is a thing. We glamorize and pretty, but you ignorant. So I'm just making up words. Pretty ignorance. It is a epidemic across all racial, cultural makeups. And then we had a nerves to put our mouth on these teachers when they have a meltdown. I mean, okay, we got to have a level of discipline as a professional, but they also human. Because to be honest, some of y'all kids, 
And I have to check, I mean, you know, I will check a kid in a minute when I visit a campus. You're not going to be cussing around me and being all foul at the mouth around me. You're just not going to do it. And I'm brave enough to know that I'm covered to the point where, you know, I'm not stupid with it because we now have kids out here with guns and things and bangers and things. And these staff have to go to school with that. We need to cover our teachers. We really do. We need to cover our teachers because, to be honest, the teachers can't get away with talking to you like I'm talking on this uh, podcast. You know, you got your parents that's focused on other stuff. Make the main thing the main thing. You have these kids. If you didn't have them and you're raising your nieces and nephews, you made a decision to do that. That comes with the territory. Sacrifice tough conversations holding them accountable because if you're not willing to have the tough conversation with them guess what the juvenile hall will and then you get all the way mad when you find out just a little secret in california anyway you think juvenile hall finna take care of your kids for free oh baby they finna bill you before you even get home to the mailbox ain't nobody finna raise your kids for free love we wasn't at that party when you exchanged them bodily fluids and did your thug thizzle you did that so don't go creating these monsters, monster type behaviors, because we're dealing with behaviors, not the person within, but you know, the behaviors. And then you keep stockpiling kids on top of that. Some people don't even send their kids to school because they want the older ones to raise the little ones. Not because you're out there working, because you laid up. Okay, it could be some underlying reasons, depression, anxiety. But love, you got to address that thing. It's not normal for you to have a little one at home missing school because they taking care of your responsibility. And you wonder why these young kids are so stressed out. The anxiety rates among young people is through the roof because they handling grown folks stuff. When I was coming up, they said a, ch- a, a child needs to stay uh, in the child's place. We don't know what the child's place is right now. What is the child's place in 2019? I mean, is it at the grocery store doing all the major grocery shopping? Because that's something we're seeing in our work. I mean, that that could be a good empowerment thing, teaching them how to budget, teaching them how to get the stuff on sale, you know, learning how to read labels. You, you could twist it any kind of way you want to. But I'm talking about kids that are out of, out of marching orders from the parents is doing all the domesticated work at a time that they should be a child. I know people that have 8, 9, 10, 11 year olds doing the whole full-fledged grocery shopping and they pushing the basket all the way to the grocery store. Mama laid up, daddy laid up. And they is tasked with, you know, handling all the, you know, groceries and haven't been in school in a while because I have friends down in these systems that work in these school systems. So if I have not personally encountered this, trust me, happy hour that's supposed to be happy for us, we processing what we're seeing out in this community. No respect of race or color, it's just the behavior that we're seeing across the lines where kids, they don't know how to be in a child's place because we don't know what that looks like. What we deem to be in a child's place, they doing grown-up stuff. And I want to know where the grown-ups at. I really do. Can you please wake up sleepyhead? Folks trying to give you the stuff and the tools you need to get better, but you don't want it. You say you're starving like Marvin, but you don't you don't want what the the food campaign 
the food ministry giving out. You don't want that. Not because you're allergic to it. It's just you don't want it. It don't set well with your appetite. Okay, well, then you're not starving like Marvin. Because how I define starving like Marvin, it you telling me you, you flat broke on four flats with nothing to eat. So when we go to stockpiling stuff, and you talking about, no, you don't want it, then we got to have a different conversation. It's not going to be very long because I'm, I'm, I'm moving the line trying to get to the people that really need this stuff. Same thing with the job. If you're not used to getting up, taking care of business every day, but you think that your whole world problem is going to be solved by getting a job, you're missing the point, love. You don't know how to be consistent with anything. So getting a job is not going to solve your problem because you don't know how to be consistent. You're going to get the job on Monday, make an excuse by Wednesday, the following Friday. You probably thug it out to that first pay period. But you're going to make an excuse. Why? Because you specialize in sabotaging yourself before you even get started. You okay with starting and stopping, starting and stopping. You have commitment issues. This is why some of y'all don't show up in the schools and work with these teachers. They help with your baby. They got their own kids to deal with. You sending yours to school every day to get on the next person's nerves, but you don't want to deal with your own stuff. And you the one that had this child. Y'all is a hot mess. It's a hot mess up out here. And I really believe if teachers can just, you know, be upfront and bold with it like they really, really feeling it without getting written up, I think the respect game will go up because we can't be having these little la-la-la conversations with parents and guardians and making them believe that they're doing it the best that they can. Baby, you're not doing the best that you can. I'm just telling you from my experience, people are not doing the best that they can. They lying. You're not doing the best that you can. I don't even have time to break that down to you, but y'all know what I'm talking about. We enable people. Oh, well, he doing the best that he can with what he got. Oh, well, she doing the best she can with what she got. That is not your best. Let Jay-Z or, you know, the OJs or the Temptations or Beyonce or Missy Elliott, Chris Brown, whoever y'all into, let them come to town. Let them come to town and your value system lined up with all of that. Oh, baby, you're going to get some money from somewhere. And on top of that, you're going to have your outfit popping and everything. Why? Because you value that. So you make space and room for that in your tight budget that you've been crying about. But when it comes down to doing an open house, doing something, coming to a meeting to work alongside these teachers, I'm talking about the good teachers. I can I can see a teacher going bad because, you know, after this morning, I, I wasn't even there a good solid two hours. and I was burnt out. Because I know me. I'm going to say some things that's not lined up in the policy book at the schoolhouse. If I was on that side getting clocking into that system. I might mess around and get written up. Because I'm not going to take a whole lot of excuses when there's countless resources out here to help folks. But folks are just really, really gang goofy. And then we have people talking about old school this and old school that as if it's something bad you better get with this old school old school take care of business old school know how to catch the bus when the the carburetor go out on the car old school know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich even though i don't really like peanut butter but at the same token either i'm gonna eat this sandwich or i'm gonna starve i'm not finna starve so i'm finna eat this peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's old school that's the survivor of the fittest but new school says well i don't quite like peanut butter And so I don't want the peanut butter 
and you know i don't eat jelly without the honey to go with it or i don't eat you know bread unless it's wheat or you know uh five grain wheat or better you know we get bougie with it but we broke you bougie and broke you bougie and broke that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast so i'm gonna be with y'all in a minute but if you have not thanked a teacher today thank a teacher it doesn't matter if your kid is in that person class when you go up to the school because i'm hoping by this time y'all gonna share this with some folks that just all up in their emotions and just a hot mess ain't really did too much all year long we closing down 2019 and you ain't been to the school not one time don't know the teacher name don't know her days off don't know that she done had all kind of crisis in her life you know because you know unlike what you know people don't understand that these are human beings and things happen some of my kids you know they teachers had hip surgery hip replacements um you know some of them became grandkids at the time and which was a, a really uh significant milestone the reason why is because i re- i built a relationship with the teachers it wasn't like oh that's inappropriate for them telling me no i want to know who you are as a person what ticks you off what what gets on your nerves so we can go on the other side of your nerve and be good for the year and so when we have you know cards I'm giving them a card or showing my kid how to give them, you know, respect and stuff. You know, we are praying for these teachers that her hip get better. We praying that uh, she understand that we value her as a person outside of her job. We value you as an individual who, who chose such a profession that make you want to walk off. You know, we got to slow down and understand it and embrace these professionals that are with our kids all freaking day long, all year long. And if you can be honest, they with your kids more than you with them. And you don't have a vested interest, but you say you love your child. See, we don't know. Kids don't know how to stay in a child's place because we all over the place. We claim we love them, which I don't doubt that a lot of us do love our kids, but we show love in the most toxic ways. You know, we show love some people that do work. You know, you show love by giving them the bells and whistles for Christmas, but you ain't never sat down at the, the living room table or the kitchen table and chopped it up with them and just getting their headspace about how they day going. You don't know how to do that. You just know how to provide them with the goodies. You know, all these expensive phones that they not participating in helping you pay. And then they go through life thinking the whole world's supposed to do all of that stuff for them. Y'all, y'all, y'all doing this all backwards. So what you're doing is making it harder on yourself. And then you turn around and start whining about it. But take a look. Take a look at some of the things you're doing. I'm not saying that I haven't done them. I'm not talking at y'all. I'm talking with you. The first part of this podcast, I was talking at the people. Because they got to hear it uncut and uncensored. Call it old school if you want to. But I rock old school till the wheels fall off. Because at least we have some moral, a moral compass and values that I can be proud of. I'm not going to make it easy. For these kids walking through this society with this misunderstanding of what things need to be. Remember, I said it's a learned behavior. So as each generation come up, they only doing what they get away with. They only doing what's allowed at the home front. And because we have countless parents is not available. Emotionally, physically or otherwise, they just tapped out, tapped out off their square. 
kids is fanning for themselves. And some of them come to school just because they can get a hot meal or they have a teacher, you know, the Miss Youngs of the world that's teaching and loving on them and and, and being an auntie or, you know, a a guardian and stuff like that because they're coming for that emotional connection. Not that they pass in their classes, but they're going because they need that level of support. And so some people are like, well, why do you even go to school? You got all F's. He's there or she's there because she's getting support in other areas. And you missing that point because we're so punitive to these young people. They're not as strong as we think they are. So thank a teacher today. Thank y'all for being on this podcast. But we talk about life and stuff, real issues. So I'll see y'all in a minute. And love on the teacher today. That's the topic. Understand when your kids is a hot mess at the house. It could be a reflection of you being a hot mess. So get yourself together, together. Because ain't nobody, and I did say ain't with the capital A-I-N apostrophe T. Ain't nobody finna clean up the mess that you keep creating. Girl, we got our own stuff to deal with. I holla.